0: And welcome back uh, <laughs> after nearly what, um, six, seven, eight months to the Film Wheelcast. I'm James. With me is the great Stu. Stu.
1: Hello, you remember my name. Thank <laughs> God for that. It's been so long.
0: I know, I know, I know. And, and, and what a film we've got from 1985. Uh, the uh, This is either, I said to you the other day, a one
1: out of five or a five out of five? I can't decide. I can't wait to find out. I mean, uh, let's just uh, first of all discuss the uh, the hiatus and the reasons why. Uh, I'm putting it down to the film that that destroyed my soul that you recommended.
0: <laughs> that was a... Uh, uh, it made me
1: not want to watch a film again.
0: Street Fighter?
1: <laughs> fucking Street Fighter. Absolute man. Shit.
0: Um, you say that, right? And I completely agree with you. It's really bad, apart from Raw Julia, who's awesome in it, I think. But yeah, you're right, it's bad.
1: It's awful, and it has destroyed my will to to have any confidence or self-belief wanting to podcast and review another film again. And it's just, it's taken Chuck Norris to (laughs) get that will and that passion back. It has, hasn't it? (laughs)
0: oh god
1: what an awful (laughs) film i still didn't see the end of it
0: you still haven't seen the end of it
1: i couldn't face it no no it's awful i'm trying to block it out uh i got as far as when they had their kind of revolution thing and um i I think i remember someone being on a boat and someone tied up and there was some bloke of a beard i I really don't know it was just (laughs) it was it was awful even the kids just walked away and left it We weren't interested <laughs> so, oh
0: no I'm mm. sorry I'm, so, I'm yeah. so sorry mm. I w- just think I went to the cinema but, to yeah watch that oh you're joking film. seriously well, I, I'm, I'm a massive street fighter fan and I was really even even as even as a child I was this that's the probably the first film I came out of disappointed at the cinema because you know it was just
1: not I'm glad yeah.
0: you're glad you had to come out.
1: You love the the computer games and everything, don't you? Yeah, I, yeah. I like the computer games, but this just had no link to the computer games at all, did it?
0: No, no, no. Other than the characters, actually, in the in the film, sort of. You know, they, they look. You know, they, they don't even look like their characters half the time. Um, yeah, it's 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 it is like a one star if that review. So, but there we go. I
1: preferred it to the Sweeney. Yeah, I know is. you didn't,
0: but I preferred it to the Sweeney.
1: So, you prefer it to a Sweeney? I know, yeah, I, know, I, I know you didn't. Yeah, I know you didn't. No, I did. think that Sweeney. Anything Sweeney's got going for it is a British film. That's about it, really. <laughs> Apart from the that, film, and that's what wins it for me. The film that nearly, the killed,
0: the, <laughs> nearly killed, the podcast. Mm. Put it on the stretcher for uh, what was oh, uh, what, what, about, what, what. Like eight months,
1: nearly. Yeah, yeah. I just couldn't review it. I, it, I couldn't talk about it. I had therapy. I've just got over it. I'm I'm on the pills. It's fine. And uh I just need something cheesy and uh, just hardcore and classic. So um and I watched this film one night when I couldn't sleep. I was just flicking through Netflix. Have and, you seen uh, it before? You haven't seen oh, it before. i have i I'd seen it before when it actually came out. Um there was uh, years ago when we were on a good old video, there used to be a van come round oh, it, and uh yeah, um, it came around like, every Thursday. Yeah, and this was on it, and obviously, 84, was it 84 or 85? 85, 85. 85. I was 11, and um, it was a case of Chuck Norris, I was very impressionable, a man with a beard and a lovely mane of hair, and we got this film out, and uh, I watched it, and I thought it was epic. Someone trying to take over America, and Chuck Norris is missing in action, and, ah, oh, it's just so good. And it was the first time I've seen it since I was 11. And uh, I was cracking up. I thought it was, it was so funny. I really did. I thought it was brilliant. <laughs> it was so funny. It was, uh, it, it, it yeah, was
0: almost that, Team America before Team America came out, I thought. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: uh, <laughs> it had touches of Star Wars about it. And it had touches of Die Hard. Yeah.
0: It did. So, it did. Um, yeah. yeah um, so, in so <laughs> ancient USA, it came out uh 27th of September 1985 it's at, you said to me it was about 1 hour 10 minutes long you lied you lied it was 1 hour 47 minutes it was a lot by the time i finished watching it it to be fair to the film it did not feel like 1 hour 47 minutes it felt shorter when i was watching it though
1: it doesn't would you believe this film had an estimated 10 million pound budget
0: yes i can it's unbelievable i, it, I so could not believe
1: back. it when i found that no, they blow so much rum. Just unbelievable. the pounds in eight
0: four. Yeah, and I, I know. It grossed Wait. um uh, in the USA at least seventeen million. Over seventeen and a half million. Did it? Mm.
1: Yeah. Man alive. Uh, I couldn't find the growth I wanted to find how much it made, but that's quite impressive, really.
0: That's not that's not that is not that is not bad at all. Um you could even get it in Russian and Spanish. There you go, apparently. The languages it uh, obviously dubbed, but there we, there we go. I kind of I, yeah, almost yeah. ironic that it's in Russian, considering the, you know. But there we go. Um, I mean, you're fluent in
1: Russian anyway, so it wouldn't matter to you. Well, <laughs> <laughs> lots changed since the last podcast, isn't it? You've got a new edition
0: Yes, I have a I have a new son. Uh, first name of Alex or Alexander. Yep, I know. Yeah, he came out. He came out in September. He was born in September. So there we go um you've got a new addition too to the family
1: i've got a dog called molly who is just unbelievable who i've uh, completely taken over facebook with pictures to much abuse of do i have anyone else in my family apart from a dog but um yeah so Molly's just absolutely excellent so hopefully she'll be joining us on the podcast very soon <laughs> So but yeah it's great
0: knowing you as well as i do the abuse you get makes you yeah by obviously sharing your photos on you know you know on social media it may knowing you that well it makes you want to do it more so you do it more don't you i imagine
1: yeah the more it annoys people (laughs) and i actually just tag people in who are annoyed with it so um yeah so it works really really well for me but a lot's happened i mean also there's been star wars films coming out we didn't review them we can go back and uh go back and review them but yeah so yeah i know so for the time being so much. um invasion it's just an amazing film i'm so glad we did this film and it's <laughs> a one-man army comes to the rescue of the united states when a spy i wouldn't say he was a spy attempts an invasion i mean there is a hell of a lot to talk about with this film um and i suppose you could probably say um loosely and i do mean loosely that it's quite topical for what's going on in the world isn't it
0: It is, isn't it? It is. It it, it, it is quite strange how movies almost predict things. You know, like the, the, you know, you know what what terrorists sometimes do, etc. You know, when when you actually look back at films and you look at at events over the last, you know, even like two decades, and 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 you you know, movies have not not predicted exactly, but the the subject and even the nationality and why some of the terrorists have done it. You know, which is quite scary.
1: Yeah, I mean you've got um I mean the, the film starts off with I, I took it where would you say these people are from? It starts with these guys in a boat. I mean what would be? I've no idea. Mexicans? Yes. I don't really know.
0: I was I was thinking I was thinking Cuban, I don't know why. Um but they were they were on a boat to to, to they were on a boat towards the USA, weren't they? Uh
1: yeah, and I was trying to kind of work out w- w- were people doing that back in 85, I mean, I, I going to they, Cuba, I mean, was there... Not, I don't know.
0: That I don't know. That I don't know.
1: you got the Mexicans, and uh, Donald Trump wants to build the wall, but was there a, a massive fence there, or was it even worse? Did <laughs> the Mexicans the have boat? to get in via yeah. boat? I, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't too sure. But, I mean, obviously, I've, you can't forget this film. Who's the... Um, the, the baddie in it, Richard Lynch. I mean, what a baddie Richard Lynch is.
0: Well, you say that, yeah. I thought he's ultimately he was a very good baddie in the end. Yeah. When I first saw him, he looks like a game show host <laughs> for me. The way he looks, <laughs> the way he looks. The, the kind of like you know, you know, he's, he's the standing for the Price is Right or something. Um, but yeah, he was.
1: Um, yeah, it's got the touches of the Rodgerio about him, isn't he?
0: Yeah, yeah, he plays uh, Mikhail Rostov, doesn't he? Oh, I, I mean, I mean, and Chuck Norris, what a name for his character, Matt Freaking Hunter. I mean, I mean, come on,
1: that's, oh God, yeah, that
0: is a bad, yeah. that's a that's a, that's a badass name, anyway. But yeah, it starts off with. Um, oh, he
1: looks fucking awesome in denim, doesn't
0: he? He looked yeah tight denim. I, I mean tight jeans. You know the uh, tight jeans are back. He makes it look cool. Yeah,
1: I don't think he could have done, done his shirt up. I think that's the reason why it was undone all the time. I mean, that was a tight old shirt he was wearing.
0: Yeah, I It's Cuban. Well, I suppose you are if right. you've got a
1: chest like that, you wear it.
0: You do, don't you? Um, you are. You are right. Though. it's Cuban refugees on a boat sailing for the USA, and then obviously the, the, these people that supposedly be coastguards did. When you first watched the film, because obviously back in the days, you know, you were like a you know a blue eyed boy, uh, a babe in arms did you think the code did you were you fooled did you think these people were actually honest coast guards
1: i did um and i thought i I didn't really know where it was going um i thought they'd been saved and there was obviously kids on the boat and everything seemed quite happy um i mean this film didn't really mind the the fact that children were murdered (laughs) throughout the film And, and that's what kind of surprised me and uh you obviously see Lynch there, or um, Rostov um, welcoming everyone, and they're all cheering. And there's the little kid with his granddad, and pa 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 pa, and like, we've made it, and and everything's great. And then they all get executed.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I was like, wow, <laughs> the, the kid as well is, is ruthless. Um, yeah, because I kind of thought, okay, the it was, boat's going to turn up somewhere, and the kid will be the kid will be alive, and it will be very sad. But no, 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 no. Children are, are also the victims in this. Um, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> that's what surprised me. You hadn't seen this film, I take it, had you? No, I
0: hadn't. I hadn't seen this film. This, this was this was my first viewing. And uh, yeah,
1: excellent, excellent. I,
0: yeah, and I knew something was going so on. So the
1: children are all, yeah. So the children all die. Yeah. Um, and then it flicks because you kind to. Have, it's obviously very very sad what happens. very tragic. But then to kind of to raise morale and raise the mood of things, you then see. Um, uh, Chuck Norris or Matt Hunter uh, wrestling an alligator or a crocodile, well, um, even, which I think even, is probably in the Everglades or something like that. <laughs> even
0: before that, he's on an airboat, isn't he? Steering it with one hand, yeah. Oh, with his, with uh, with his. Uh, what you know, an intro that oh, is! He, he does the most manly stuff possible. Uh, yeah, introducing. So we've got that oh. in an airboat with his, with his pecs hanging out. You know, his big, his, his big arms. Oh, he's got beard. his
1: lovely hair and beard just blowing through the wind of of that boat, and it, it, it's just, if you ever want to feel, if you feel manly, and you think you're kind of the top of your game, just watch the intro to uh, Invasion USA, and just see Chuck Norris on that boat, oh. I, mean, I felt like a complete girl compared to him, I mean, it's just, it he is the an American unbelievable ride, intro, with
0: his, with his beard and his mane, oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: his hairy chest, and it's oh. just great, it's the way men should be.
0: It's the way men should be, absolutely. Uh, uh, yeah, absolutely. So it clearly doesn't include us.
1: But did, uh, did, did you did you know? Yeah, though, he, when... he's going there. Bit what's, of trivia, bit of trivia. What's that?
0: Did you know when Chuck it. Norris was born, he, uh, he drove his mum home from the hospital?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you say that. Have you seen some of the t shirts? Yeah, I know. It's, where the uh, Chuck Norris was. Uh, yeah. Yeah, If yeah. you go on uh, Amazon and see some of the t-shirts, it says stuff like, um, death doesn't come for Chuck Norris, he comes for death, yeah. and stuff like <laughs> that. It's just quality t-shirts. They're so good. <laughs> yeah, it's well worth a look. Um, but yeah, so he's wrestling these alligators um, with his kind of a Indian chief friend. I don't know quite why they're doing that. They're selling them for... What for me or something? I don't really know why they're doing that. to do you? It's just a manly thing to do, isn't it? I
0: don't think. I don't think we need to know really either, to be honest. But yeah, um, with 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 his uh, with his friend um, is is it, I th- I initially thought his mate was a uh, David Carradine for some reason. Um, I don't know why he looked a bit like him, but I remember in '85 he wouldn't look that old. So
1: no, but he always looked that old, Carradine? Didn't he? So he did. He did. He did. It's, he always looked an old man.
0: Yeah. Um. I don't know. Is it? I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know who the actor is either for for his friend. To be honest, I'm, I'm looking at IMDb and I'm struggling.
1: No. So yeah, he only had a bit part, didn't he? So um. Yeah, yeah. He didn't even mention his name.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> well, I don't think I. Don't, I can't remember his name, unfortunately. Um, but there, we, but the, but the, but there we go. Trope, I
1: know, I know, I know. What? what so shortly is? after, there. so. Oh, well, yeah, he's a fucking fantastic life. I mean it goes from there, from the boat that is actually found. You you soon work out that all of I don't know how it happened, but all of the um the US lifeguards had been murdered by Rostov and they were found on that boat. I mean I I didn't expect them to find that boat. I expected them when they said oh we found a boat yeah, I the thought other it one. would be the boat full of all the um, yeah, the murdered um women and kids and all stuff like that. I was quite surprised, but I suppose in a way, it shows you that there are some hardcore terrorists around who are going to uh, kill these, um, like the US lifeguards and or Guards, whatever they're called. Yeah. So I suppose that's probably why they did it. And plus, those other people were just immigrants, and at that time, they probably didn't give a shit about them, did they? Really? No. Unfortunately, no. Unfortunately,
0: and let's be honest. Um, and at, at that point, we're introduced to the most inept police force ever. Who are like behind, behind, behind well, the game.
1: Exactly. And then then it came to another scene, which um, had Billy uh, Drago in, which was the guy, I only remember him from The Untouchables, when he was that really nasty guy who killed Sean Connery. Um, And he played the drug dealer um, that Lynch went to see, or Rostov went to see. And this was, for me, he was obviously selling drugs, um, exchanging them for weapons, wasn't he? Yeah. Because he made that phone call. But then he left all the drugs behind. I mean... And you seem to, his kind of MO, um, Rostov's one, was, appeared to be shooting people in the bollocks, because he did it twice <laughs> in the film, didn't he? He did. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. It, Very strange. Because that strange. bird was, the uh, lady with him was snorting coke, and he seemed to smash her head down and um, did a bit of a joker on her, didn't he? That tube went up her nose or something. Yeah. And then um, he shot him and the other, that uh, Drago, in the bollocks twice. And I thought it was a classic touch, very classy, of throwing the lady out of the window, (laughs) which was brilliant.
0: She had red shoes on as well, I know, that's it.
1: Yeah, it wasn't needed. He could have just walked out, but no, he threw her out of the window. Um, And then the the black guy who was the receptionist in this crappy hotel went and (laughs) nicked the drugs. I thought that was quite good.
0: That was. And then we never saw him again. That was it. That was it. Um. Yeah, that is his name. (laughs) What a, what a lovely place to live. Because initially I thought, I mean, it, I didn't, I didn't initially know it was a, it was like a a century block of flats or different apartments. I almost when he walked in there, it looked like um, like, you know, like a brothel almost, didn't it? With all those, I thought at first, but no, clearly it was with with that obviously yeah. that you know the uh, black man walking in. Clearly it was apartments, which I thought, like, which um, I was surprised at. I was like, oh okay,
1: so, yeah, traditional white trash just waiting in the uh, in the corridors um and from there uh it goes back to rostov who has a nightmare um about uh about chuck norris it must have been mm. like a previous mission or something like that yeah about hunter and that was a kind, of, kind of wasn't really a, a needed scene i suppose it put the link to him together but um it, it really didn't have much and from then onwards it went um a bit of jaws there it went to a couple on the beach Yes, and uh, they were having a little bit of nookie, getting it on. And then you had the guy
0: was wearing the most awful nut huggers, budgie smugglers in the world. <laughs> I don't know why I focused on that, but it was almost flesh coloured. It made it made it. It, made it, look, it was flesh coloured and something else. So it made his ass once again. I don't know why I was looking at that, but it made his ass look like it had some kind of weird fungus on. Until I realised it was. It took me a while to well, realise it wasn't that
1: naked. Nico who killed them, or the other one? Which one do you mean?
0: Uh, um, no, the guy with the with the, the bungee. Uh, do you know the couple? The man kind of in the in the, in the yeah. water. Yeah, him. He was wearing really really bad like wide front um, swimming trunks. Yeah, they looked really
1: horrible. What were you doing looking at his nuts?
0: I have no idea. But I, I was focused on that bit um, more, more more so than the woman. Funnily <laughs> enough, who was who was in a bikini. But there we go. <laughs> Always, but yeah, um, any, <laughs> any, anyway, you're saying they were getting it on, weren't they, in, in the sand at our drawers? <laughs> <laughs> you,
1: you, you've clearly disturbed me, my friend. You sorry, really have. I'm sorry. Uh, and
0: then, uh, and then, uh,
1: but yeah, they would <laughs> get it on and they got killed, so uh, they were a bit pointless, really. I, I don't know, it didn't really need to do that, did they? It was, I think, again, it just they were trying to get their message across. The, how bad the terrorists were and they're willing to go to any lengths to do stuff.
0: Yeah. It was, it was Richard Lynch's uh, Mikhail Rostov's a right. um, Second in charge. Was it Nico? Wasn't it? That killed him played by Alexander Zale. Yes. Yeah.
1: Um, Yes, that's right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. uh, That, that ended up, killing. (laughs) He he shoots the man quite quickly and then the girl, he waits about three or four seconds and then shoots her. And then he watches their portable TV for one smiles. Which I thought, I thought, why, why put that in when you've done that? But no, it, they did.
1: No, oh, it, it was bizarre, wasn't it? It really was. It was just.
0: Uh, well, you, you, you think, that's, know, bizarre? You think strange, that's bizarre? Really, a
1: lot of it was quite pointless.
0: You say that because seconds later, yeah. we, we we have a Saving Private Ryan esque beach landing without the death, um, in in these old World War Two style uh, boats.
1: Yeah, that, that was quite funny. The boat landing, there were four boats. They had about 50 trucks waiting. And it, it was way over the top. The, the, it just didn't match, did it? How no. can... F- they expected, say, four of those kind of landing crafts with, I don't know, the very most 20 people in, 25 people in. So yeah. what is it? 100 people are now going to take over America, which was their point.
0: They are, apparently 100 people. It,
1: it didn't people. match
0: up. No, it, it it was... It didn't. It didn't match up. Um, But then again... <sighs> Even suspending the disbelief, okay, they're not going to exactly, you know, um, the chaos they caused, though. For example, yeah, I could almost see how it yeah. could bring a country to its knees to a certain to, to a certain degree, because because at the time, uh, there was there was no way that that would have ever happened to like a like a, a big superpower, you know, any big country in Europe, America, Australia, England, that wouldn't happen, would it? And I can understand how that could bring a country to its knees, like, or you know, all those uh
1: you know, hours or a few days of devastation. Yeah, I wasn't too sure, because Rostov said they've got 18 hours and America won't know um, what's happened to them. It'll be a different place. So I don't quite know why. I don't think we ever found out what the 18 hours was about. Um, And again, there was the reporter um, that she turned up when the boat was found. She turned up on the beach. And you kind of realised then she was going to be a... uh, kind of a bit part but a quite a part of this film with regards to where the story goes and she played uh, she was involved in a lot of stupid parts of the scene especially the uh the chase which happened later on um yeah i thought what were your thoughts and the next scene again will be quite controversial and i doubt if it will be done today they probably wouldn't allow it Mm -hmm. but then it goes to a lovely town with a lovely christmas tree it's obviously um we could have done this as a christmas film because it is christmas time um with the kids arguing who's gonna put the star on the tree and it's lovely mum comes out kids come on dinner time and then a couple of seconds later everyone dies again the kids die they all die i mean you couldn't do that today could you
0: no i I, yeah um that would be i mean i mean that would be like they'll, they'll be talking about it and bloody this morning wouldn't they or, or, or the view in america or, or or loose women or something if anything if a film did that yeah. these days wouldn't they um yes yeah, so i think you're right it, it was yeah. it was quite controversial and i think it was to show how bad these people were there's there's no stopping them at the moment who's going to save us kind of thing you know um you wanted to you wanted to show that america yeah. the, the country it was absolutely helpless against these people i think uh and yeah. I mean, I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't. Like, it, it wasn't. You knew exactly what was going to happen, though, didn't you? You're thinking the only reason why I'm watching this scene. Oh yeah, is because because stuff's going to happen. I didn't expect all of them to die. I mean, the the little girl who ended up putting the um, who got told not to put this star on the Christmas tree was naughty, and she put it on the Christmas tree before she went before she went in. By her father,
1: I exactly, that. and she paid the price. Well, she did, yeah. though, didn't though. Did, did you she think they did something really? like lived. that
0: now? She lived. Uh, no, I don't. I I, I doubt it. Um, I don't think they would. Something like that.
1: Uh, but so I remember when um, was it collateral? No, what what was it? Collateral damage or something with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Oh yeah, that had quite a controversial scene. of I put a plane in, I think didn't it? Or explosions hmm. and there was a, a terrorist attack then, and they stopped that film's release for I don't know, eleven months or something until. Uh, until like, the world and the nation got over what actually happened, so I mean, I don't think I don't think anyone would dare do a film like this, to be honest, with regards to terrorists killing Americans and on their own grounds and children, because you've got a lot of kind on of a propaganda films, and this just wouldn't be the type of film that people would want to watch now, is it? No,
0: no, 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 not with this scene. I mean, you know, I'm obviously happening in '85. You can kind of forgive it and, and look past it, but yeah, you're right. Thinking about it
1: yeah so and the goggles that um rostov wore when he fired that bazooka they were so dark and it was nighttime i'm surprised he actually managed to hit the house i thought well, he'd miss it to be honest I, I, it was <laughs> classic you say that
0: but let's talk, let, 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 let's talk about this rocket launch or whatever he's using yeah how many rockets did it have before he had to reload he just didn't reload he kept going and going it was amazing
1: yeah, I thought those bazookas—they're either disposable, or you have to put another rocket, like an RPG, in the end. But yeah, it's like a bloody machine gun, wasn't it? You could just fire rockets at will wherever.
0: <laughs> yes, it is. It's, it's, you've unlocked the cheat code of Call of Duty or something. Yeah, that's so, uh,
1: you know he—he's he, the man. Yeah. He's the man. So he, he was the man, indeed. Um, and, for, and again, from there, they kind of—they didn't stop there with regard to a random acts of violence they went to this um which was i, I thought it was like a cuban bar or something like that where all, everyone's hanging outside they're eating food and they're kissing and celebrating everything like that and these two cops turn up uh, and then this guy that fronts them up gives it a bit of attitude then they all die there's another massacre and again that reporter happens to be at that bar at that time well yeah so, and she's
0: doing a better job than the real police force because she's actually there She's, you know, at the time. Yeah, because then the real police turn up yeah. afterwards, and they yeah. get they they get a, a nice welcoming <laughs> party. <laughs> they would start throwing stuff.
1: Yeah, with bricks and everything. I like the fact that they, they don't even call for backup.
0: They just hit the reverse gear and go, and that's the end of that.
1: Yeah, yeah they just fuck off, don't yeah. they? Like, yeah. Oh well. Dear me. um <laughs> <laughs> and then you get the report when they come down next time, I think when they're on the beach or when they discover the boats or when they go to the bar, that they, you find out that this has happened 20 times in Miami over the night, um, uh, outbreaks of violence and terrorism. And, and I think what they're trying to do is, because it's, um, it's happening everywhere, that people uh, are starting to attack each other and they kind of, uh, there's a bit of anarchy going on, isn't there? And I think that's what they want, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it is. It is it is exactly what they want. Um, when they when they're talking about that. Um, but I think I don't I don't know if we've skipped it, but what was coming up? One of my favourite scenes though is when Chuck Norris first goes into the bar, into
1: this bar. Oh yeah, that's the next scene. That's, that's another show of force by Chuck Norris. This is quality.
0: I, I he walks into this bar. This guy for no reason whatsoever, because I don't know, it's a Chuck Norris film, I guess. Goes up to him and starts slagging him off. Squares up to him basically, what you're here for, whatever. It didn't really make much sense what what he was saying and why. (laughs) But then he's holding this bottle of beer, and then Chuck Norris grabs his hand, that's holding the bottle of beer, and destruction. That's all I'm going to say. He's going to need a new hand.
1: Yeah, he squeezes his hand so tight around the bottle, the bottle breaks around his hand. Uh, uh, Yeah, and as you say, I I, I think it's like a titty bar, and he, he makes a comment of you can't look for nothing you've got to pay and uh, the, the aim of Norris going there, or Hunter should I say, is to find one of his old, uh, his old buddies who he fought with, But um, well, he doesn't really give him that much information does he about Rostov being in the country, he doesn't really tell him anything again I think as you're, he, you're right it's, there, uh, yeah
0: there's a knife in his hand <laughs> no
1: yeah.
0: the lack of information of was force, disturbing it? yeah it was it was, <laughs> it was just a show of force. and then he calls his friends in and then Chuck kick, Norris kicks him out and then says, if you come back, I'm going to hit you with so many rights, you're going to beg for a left. Which is... Which is <laughs> <laughs> but one, of the, one of the classic moments of cinema. I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, my God.
1: <laughs> I bet the cinema were cheering. They are on their feet I was cracking when Norris I was on said my that feet line.
0: I was on my feet at this point.
1: <laughs> did you know? Did you know that
0: giraffe? You know, you know the, the animal with the giraffe? Apparently, mm. drafts were created when Chuck Norris uppercutted a horse. There you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I mean, the, 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 <laughs> I, I, yeah, uh, I can
1: believe that, mate. I can actually yeah. believe that. <laughs> uh,
0: and yeah, and, and then and then obviously he brings his um this this poor this this poor guy that's been threatened by Chuck Norris brings his even bigger mate in who, who also gets destroyed very quickly yeah. with that think, Was it a roundhouse kick?
1: If I remember. Or something like oh, that. He roundhouses him. And the guy goes about 30 foot across the room. I mean, it, it's just unbelievable. I, I was scared. I was scared and impressed. I wanted to take up karate at that point. <laughs> he's a man. And the next scene, again, we, we kind of, it kind of, it's like a tennis match. We see the, a bit of force from Chuck Norris of what he's capable of. And then it goes kind of Blues Brothers to a uh, shopping mall where some guy is in a lingerie shop. I mean, that kid at the start when he throws the chewing gum, were you ever like that? He throws the chewing gum at the new car that people can win in the shopping mall. <laughs> no,
0: no. I was not like that. I was not like that. That's just, I And
1: never, what made me laugh was this yeah. guy's obviously got a bag with a bomb in it. And he walks into the uh, the lingerie shop. <laughs> Places the bag down, not very well, not very discreetly. No. And someone who's really helpful, who <laughs> literally he forgot your bag, sorry, I he, know. he gets in a foot chase with a guy across the shop.
0: <laughs> Come back! That, you I've know? got your bag. And then at, which, at one point, you see one of the a security guard chasing all the other, all of them. So you have got three people basically in a line, uh, you know, essentially chasing after each other. Um, yeah, here's your bag. I don't They're think just so helpful. Yeah, I don't, I don't think anyone would go to that extent these days.
1: <laughs> that a, that no could, a uh, foot chase because someone's got their bag yeah and I, then, absolutely and, um, he runs out of the shop and then the bag gets thrown and blows up what's disappointed me was that the bombs that these people have left out the explosions from the bombs wouldn't really cause that much damage anyway they're, they're tiny aren't they yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah but um but there we are. maybe there are special bombs steve
1: that's a, that's special a, bombs that don't hurt people. Uh, then Chuck Norris people. turns up. Uh, loads of terrorists as a Um He gets out. His he drives his van, uh, his pickup truck, because men drive oh, pickup America, trucks uh, through American? the shopping mall. Yeah. Gets out with his chest and his hair, and it's just a. It should have been done in slow mo, really. Um, and he starts taking out the terrorists. Um, and what made me laugh was when they make it outside the shopping mall. Um One of the terrorists who's in the stolen pickup truck from the shopping mall um grabs his female by the hair and he makes off driving down the road and she's she's still held on to the side of the truck yeah, yeah. And it, it's just so funny it, <laughs> it's not terrifying at all no. and, it, and it's just comical the way it's done it really really is it's just absolutely brilliant it's got one of those things that's got to be seen to be believed uh, and he's pursued by Chuck Norris. Um, in the reporter's cart, which is helpful because she turns up again. I mean, she's brilliant. She should just be intelligence for the army because she, should, she, she knows should. where it's going to happen again and again and again. I know. I, I, yeah, so, they, so they're being chased, and Norris ends the scene pretty rapidly by throwing a hand grenade. <laughs> it rescues the girl, or the reporter rescues the girl, in fact. Reporter stroke stunt woman rescues the girl, um, and then Norris throws a hand grenade in the truck. And blows it up and and that's it it's uh it's not much i suppose in 85 it would have been a a fantastic car chase but since then we've been spoilt with car chases like from ronin and many other films which are are just fucking brilliant so um and then it goes on to martial law is it do they call it martial law has been called in the country where people aren't allowed out is that what it's called
0: Martial law, yeah, basically, yeah. Um, that, yeah, it's, it's, it's essentially, that, that's what it is. There's a big, uh, you're not allowed out, there's a, there's another word for it.
1: Uh, curfew, that's it, yeah. Um,
0: yeah, curfew. Essentially, we're, 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 I, I, to be honest, uh, tr- trying to put a realistic hat how- on for a second, something like that probably would happen, wouldn't it, if, if this chaos was going on around all the time, and clearly the yeah, public I suppose services couldn't of- control it.
1: No, no, no. I suppose if it's you get people being killed and terrorist attacks everywhere, that they, they probably would do that. Because um, you get exactly the same thing where uh, Chuck Norris is driving around and gets stopped by these fake soldiers. And how these soldiers are allowed to drive around who are baddies and they stop him. And there's a Chinese soldier um, who gets killed. And, and again, it, you, I love this trope of, he kills 3 of the four soldiers and there's one left who's injured. Mm. And he says, "Where's Rostov?" I'm not going to tell you anything." And, and he tells him everything, obviously. <laughs> and it is just so it's so helpful. <laughs> he, he just knows the whole plan. Um and you get the bomb attack on the church. This again. Oh, this, is, the funniest. Seem
0: to, this is one of
1: the top 3 scenes for me this was.
0: Um, I mean, you've got, uh,
1: the, why is that? Tell me. Well,
0: well first of all, the, the way they set it up is nice. You've got another family, young children running, you, you know, I'm thinking, okay, they're breaking the curfew. They're going to get in trouble. Anyway, they went to this building, which we find out is a, is a church full of people. It's on masses. is happening. The priest, of you know, the priest is there. Or vicar I wasn't sure whether it was you know and uh, yeah. he, he, he's doing his stuff and we can see outside the church the dastardly villains have, have put a bomb outside the door Um, and they come back to their vehicle safely behind the bomb and puts it together I'm expecting it to explode because obviously you know a church we, we've seen a whole bunch of families die in this neighbourhood and it <laughs> it doesn't explode bearing in mind it's about 30 seconds from when he puts the bomb down to when he gets behind the car okay and then from the top of the church on the roof, there's Chuck <laughs> Norris with the bomb we saw thirty seconds ago. Uh, throws, it, <laughs> throws the bomb down towards them, and then goes, "It'll work now" or something, and then puts the two wires together and it explodes. Yeah. best one of the best scenes in the film. Doesn't make any, makes absolutely zero sense, but it didn't need to, Stu. It didn't need to.
1: <laughs> it was brilliant. I, I get, I laughed at this. I thought it was so funny. I just thought it was. It was great. And, it, and every, I seem to do every terrorist attack on that, the, that they carried out was either on innocent, loving Americans, fantastic, wonderful churchgoers, uh, or just the most vulnerable people. Yeah. But they were all stereotypes of just loving people who are getting attacked. And it was just so funny. As you say, the way Chuck Norris figure just comes over the top of the building and just drops that bomb and kills them all. It was just so tropey, so funny. It, it was just absolutely brilliant. It really, it was really was. Brilliant. And again, when the the terrorists, the children are being evacuated on this bus, and I ever thought the bus driver is going to be a baddie, they're going to be held to ransom, or they're going to blow the bus up. So the, all these kids are on the bus, lovely innocent kids singing, row, row, row your boat. It, it just couldn't be more perfect And then some baddies turn up in a car next to them as they're driving down the road and attach a bomb to the side. Somehow Chuck Norris is there again um, Mm -hmm. and drives along, takes the bomb off, follows the the, uh, baddies, uses a brilliant one-liner. Hey, I think you forgot something. And he puts it on top of their car and blows them up. I mean, it's just just brilliant. He's always there. The one-man army is everywhere. And it's just, it's classic.
0: Uh, we don't he's know why he's you know, done him he's, again. Yeah, he, he doesn't he he just turns up at the right at the right time like Superman. I mean essentially he is a superhero in this, It's the only yeah. way of
1: putting he, it. Yeah. So the um, and, and <laughs> the next scene reminded me of Star Wars and the Jowers. When he turns up to the funfair and uh oh. it's all been blown up, there's kind of crime scenes everywhere where people have been killed and burnt carcasses, and they play that it's almost John Williams esque music that goes across. Yes. And uh, it really reminded me of when they go back and the stormtroopers have killed the Jawas. I mean, it was quite a deep scene. I had tears in my eyes. Oh,
0: on. <laughs> it was, wasn't it, to the church?
1: <laughs> it was. And Norris has a plan, and we don't know his plan, but he comes back and he's got a plan. And we find out that his amazing plan, and what I didn't know, because he gave a, a list to... Um, one of the contacts from the agency Yes. Um, and says, just follow these, these plans. Um, and the next scene is Norris is in his hotel room. He's in Atlanta or he's taken to Atlanta. Sorry. Um, where you get like the SWAT team and, and all these different agents. They come down and kick his door down and then they do more tropey one liners. <sighs> but do you think, were they in on the plan? Did they know about it or were they just instructed? Because I
0: don't, I don't know. The I way don't they know. were acting it was real
1: wasn't it? Because I thought, what's all this, why all this kind of bravado when, if you're told to do it, you could just turn up and just take him away. But obviously Norris knew what he was doing. I just didn't see the, the need for all of these soldiers, if they were all in on it, if they knew what was going to happen.
0: Maybe, maybe they did it because um, they, (laughs) they had to make it look realistic. So obviously, um, you know, uh, Rostov will believe, will believe it all.
1: Yeah, possibly, possibly, Mm -hmm. but he's taken back to Atlanta. Um, where he's meant to be arrested for being a, a vigilante and killing loads of terrorists or why he'd be arrested for that I really don't know at the time of what's going on um, and uh, then it's broadcast on TV that Rostov happens to be watching um, he's got three TVs on the go uh, and they find out that Chuck Norris has been taken to the agency headquarters in Atlanta and that's it He's the, the trap's been set Rostov wants to go and kill him he needs to kill his nemesis um, and again, it's Star Wars connotations. It's a trap, you know? Yeah. Yes. I, I don't know. Maybe Maybe I'm kind of looking into it too deep. It is a deep and meaningful film, but this could be the Star Wars that never was. I, don't, I really don't know. <laughs> Star
0: Wars that never was. <laughs> possibly, possibly. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean this, let's be um, honest, Chuck Norris is clearly using the Force in this. Anyway, <laughs>
1: he's using the force. It's very much. Would you put him down as Luke Skywalker or Han Solo or Obi-Wan Kenobi? Cause he hasn't really got a lot of dialogue. Well, in this I, think, film, oh, he? I, I, I
0: think Obi-Wan Kenobi and, uh, Luke Skywalker had a baby and it must've been Chuck Norris. Basically. Oh. <laughs> I think, I, I think that's the See, only this is the tail end of the
1: film. I think there's only 20 minutes left. for when this, I know it, uh, it, it when the track's been set.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, yes, yeah,
1: the, the transcripts, they all come They, they all come to try and get Chuck Norris, don't they? Yeah, so all the baddies descend on this one building. Yeah. Um, and again, they're in there led by Rostov. What is it about his baddies who kick open a door from an office and then just shoot the whole office to bits without even looking at who's in there? I mean, that must have been a 1985 thing. <laughs> Because that's all they do, isn't it? Yes. They walk into this main office where no one's in, and they just shoot the shit out of it. I, mean, I just... I don't know. I just <laughs> couldn't make head nor tail of why they're doing that. I could, unfortunately, I couldn't either.
0: I couldn't
1: either. So, the... It kind of... It starts to get worse at, at this part, when it's meant to be like the, the big climax. Because... They obviously start shooting every building or every office in the building. Then Rostov realises he's been tricked um, by the man of Norris. And uh, they need to get out of the building. Chuck Norris, um, get there via helicopter, he blows up the helicopter with a bazooka, I think, doesn't he?
0: Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um.
1: (laughs) So they're stuck in the building. And whilst whilst they're there, um, they've got about 300 tanks around the building. Uh, and i always wondered when i when i watched this again of when you've got the tanks which are kind of piled one behind the other behind the other of how dangerous it would be in a shooting <laughs> a t- from a yeah. tank I
0: thought, I, one I, in
1: front of you shooting as that, well
0: yeah yeah i thought that as well luckily we don't see that as too much shooting from the tanks if i remember um it, it's mainly no. it's just mainly the army you, you know the it's
1: mainly just gunfire uh <laughs>
0: well, all this is going on, yeah. What made me laugh? Was
1: yeah, you've got about I don't know how many soldiers would you say was outside um, at the time when all the uh, the terrorists run out to try and escape.
0: Well, how many soldiers? It looked like there were loads. Because um, what do you think about it? We, we had all of them in the vehicles, be hundreds, isn't it? Yeah, uh, we had all we had you know a very good amount of tanks. I mean, I think I think the, the terrorists were definitely outnumbered at this point.
1: Yeah, I'd say there must be what, 50 terrorists running out and maybe 250 soldiers?
0: Yeah, because if you remember, um, Chuck Norris has killed quite a few terrorists at this point anyway, so there's not as many as, uh, obviously, there was that landed on the beach. So.
1: Yeah, and, and when do you think? Because you'd have to be so unlucky to uh to get killed by a uh, a terrorist running out. Yes. And there's so many soldiers that actually die. Um, and, and I just thought, Jesus, you're so unlucky, you the soldiers outnumber the terrorists probably four to one, and the terrorists <laughs> should just walk out and all get executed, all get done. But no, so many soldiers die, and it's it's just such bad luck. It really is. I know. I, know. I mean, and that, it's just. So,
0: <laughs> they have this firefight that reminds me of a do you remember the battlefield between um you know where you could be the police officers? Yeah. Yeah, it reminded me of that. That that scene yeah. did a bit.
1: But this was a, a poor reenactment of that, I think, wasn't it? <laughs> um, so, th- throughout the building, um, Chuck Norris starts taking out the terrorists, and this is quite good. But my favourite part um, is when he's just about to go into this office, yeah. and there uh, he senses, he uses his Norris force, <laughs> senses that there's two two guards behind the uh, each door, and I couldn't work out. It looks like he's got like a, an M16 with an attachment to it. But I mean, he shoots a fucking massive hole behind both doors, doesn't he? And, t- and takes out both the terrorists. I mean, what gun was that that he was using?
0: <laughs> yeah, you're asking someone that does not doesn't have a clue, doesn't have a clue. Um, but then again, Chuck there was Norris, no reload on there, was there? No, no, no. But this is this, oh. this is in the same universe where we have a, a rocket launch. You don't need to reload, so I, I just took it. I just took it. So, but you, there we go. I mean, Chuck oh, Norris yeah. is someone he can he can I mean he can kill two stones with one bird can't he so I mean uh, he's amazing <laughs> so, so I just I just accepted it so yeah,
1: so, so he takes out the terrorist um, and then he's left to, uh, to fight Rostov um, and <laughs> really so there's not much of a fight there at all is there I mean it's it's such no. considering, this is the climax of the film it's, there's just no comparison in fighting styles in ability, and it's just, there's no climax. It's such a, if you were kind of really excited about this, and you invested a lot of time and emotion in this film, you'd be I think you'd be so disappointed at the, the hand-to-hand combat that lacks in this between them.
0: Yes. Yeah, um, uh, yeah this was the uh, premature ejaculation of fight scenes at the end, really, wasn't it?
1: it was it was but whilst there um most of the terrorists um get killed and another thing which made me laugh which i thought was so so funny yeah and again it's all like who america is that when the terrorists surrender like the soldiers start cheering and <laughs> high-fiving each other don't and, they?
0: they? yeah they're <laughs> leaving themselves completely open to getting killed but yes they do
1: yeah, that's it. They <laughs> kind of put their guns down and start cheering and high fiving and hugging each other when these terrorists are still standing there. They don't take them into custody. They're just celebrating. Yeah, uh, I thought that's so funny. That just wouldn't happen now in no, any it, film, really. No, it. it so we we it the, the tension's been raised in the building. Um, Rostov has now got his hands on a, a bazooka um, minus the goggles, and he's trying to find where Chuck Norris is. And I quite like this bit. I thought it was very, very good. Where Rostov's just standing there, and then Norris just comes behind him. And uh, to be honest, that's one of the best just shots in the film. That bazooka. Yeah.
0: the way you see this blurry oh, denim, superb. denim-clad man—you know, man with a mane and beard—who you know we know Chuck Norris behind him. You know, but he's almost out of focus. I honestly thought that was actually a really good shot.
1: I thought, yeah, I thought it was really, really good. And Rostov turns around in slow motion. And what makes it even more manly, that Norris shoots his bazooka from the hip.
0: <laughs> it fire. Hit f- hit f- the only man to hit fire oh. a bazooka.
1: I mean, that's... Ah, oh, and it blows Rostov up, sends him out of the building. And then the film just ends, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> I know.
0: Hey, there's no resolution. <laughs> any- no, that's it. That's it. Blows the crap out of Rostov where bits of him are flying everywhere from the window. And then that's the end of the film. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs>
1: that's what I was like I I kind of watched it and thought yeah I'll just watch this bit and then I'll see the rebuilding of America and how it's starting to repair itself but no the credits came on and uh, yeah and that was it I just I thought oh wow that was good there was tension there for about three seconds yes
0: Yeah. I mean One of the criticisms I've had of the film is also one of the best things about the film. So it sounds like I'm almost contradicting myself, but at no point really did Chuck seem in danger, which isn't doesn't really add add much to uh, you know the film. But also, in one that expensive, it makes the film better if that makes any sense. uh, Depending on how how you want to watch it. Yeah.
1: So um, yeah, there was, there was no tension that yeah. he was ever going to be caught, trapped no, never. Or, or injured. Was there. No, no. The biggest tension was
0: with the alligator in the beginning, I
1: think. Uh, <laughs> but there we go. Yeah. I mean, he, the alligator was scared, you could see he was scared of Norris. He knew yeah. who he was bloody wrestling with, but I mean, the director on there, Joseph Zito, I mean, he, um, directed Mission in action. Um, also starring Chuck Norris, which is a cult classic. Uh, in 84 so this followed it in 85 and he kind of there's a a pattern to um to his films i mean you've got um obviously missing in action and you've got the evasion usa and you've got delta force um lost patrols uh then he's got the friday the 13th he did in 84 as well he's got the prowler oh wow um so he did kind of a lot of violent films really um, blood Rage, he made in 1980, um, Abduction. So um, he, he did a lot of violent films. Uh, the director uh, Joseph Zitto. He did. But, do um, it. I mean, obviously, he's not done anything. Yeah, of any of any quality. But I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, Friday the Thirteenth is a very good film. The uh, the original one. Yeah. And Missing in action as well. If anybody wants to carry on their the Chuck Norris feeling of of enlightenment, but. Um, yeah, i just thought that was a it was just a harmless film that is clearly dated and it is just interesting to see how action films are made or were made back in the eighties of just pure dross really, wasn't it?
0: it? It was, it was, but in a good way. In a good way. It was a uh, it was it was it was I the one thing I can't criticise, it was entertaining this film. I can't take that away from it.
1: Yeah. Um, it's yeah, not, it's, it's not entertaining. It's harmless. <laughs> no, no, there's virtually no swearing in there whatsoever, apart from the word "bastard" a couple of times. No, but Chuck um, Norris doesn't say it, much it either. Is just, oh,
0: does he? he hardly says anything at
1: all. No, no, apart from saying to his mate that um, that the socials haven't caught up with you, he doesn't really have any proper dialogue until 35 minutes into the film.
0: Yeah, it's just one line, it's no, pretty
1: uh, much. Yeah, yeah. But it, I do, I thought it was a a good film. I mean, what would you give it out of ten? Your best bits, worst bits.
0: We're doing it out of ten. See this. The, the, uh, the, I think. I think the, the the worst bit arguably could be um the, the 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 kind of lack of tension for for the for the main character. But to so see, uh, as a film, I probably have to give it like a three out of ten. However, I enjoyed it so much. Uh, for me, I'd give it an eight out of ten because of the fact that I enjoyed it. And it really depends. I think. On what you want from the film. For me, I knew what I knew what it was going in, and that's why I enjoyed it. If that makes any sense, yeah. Which is yeah. why, which is why I'm um, I, I enjoyed it so much. I'd give it an eight out of ten. Now, any, any big film critique's is going to criticise me for that, which is why I think if you if, if you if you're going into it watching a film uh, on what you know, and and if you don't know if you don't know what you're getting into, that's why I'd be giving it a two or three out of ten. But for me, for me personally it was an 8 out of 10 because I found it so funny in terms of and that and that 8's only there not because it's a good film but because I enjoyed it but I knew what I was going into yeah best bit was the yeah. church scene no I think that it's fair um, which one best bit was the church scene the, the, the church when he uh, within a few seconds you know um defused the bomb and got on the roof that was my favourite bit
1: yeah you and your worst bit? What would you say that? Was?
0: Um, it, it kind of was the lack of tension in a way. I mean, I think that was the only weakness of the film. But it's Chuck Norris, so so, so as I said, uh, t- take that, take that. you know, as as you would, uh, because because yeah. of Chuck Norris, didn't even, didn't really need any tension. But a bit of tension would have been, would have been nice. Even like a proper kidnapping or yeah. hijacks, hijack scene, whatever. But there we go. Yeah.
1: No, I I agree. I, th- I think you've got it spot on that. As a film, if some if you were going to say to someone, "Go and watch um, Invasion USA," you could t- say some words. a lot of shit, and you'll just be laughing all the way through. But and you would give it a three. But for for what it is, if you go into it knowing what the film's like, as in it is quite funny and it is entertaining, possibly for the wrong reasons, I think you would give it a seven or eight because it's so funny. It's dated. <laughs> Time has obviously had such an effect on this. Um, it is just a funny, entertaining film to watch. If there was fuck who else on TV, and you wanted a bit of a laugh, this would be a good film to watch because it's just funny. the The idea of the superhero going from a bearded warrior with a hairy chest in denim to <laughs> what we've got now—I mean, it's changed so much, isn't it? Of are kind of the, what a hero and a man should look like—it's it, just so funny. And yeah, so I'd completely agree with you with regard to the ratings and. The, again, the tension would have been nice for a bit of tension, um, but I just love the, 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 the terrorists. I just think they're so, so funny, and the situations of their destruction, such as the, the blowing up the people's houses of when they're putting the stars out on the Christmas tree and it's the children uh, and the church as well. But I, I love the soldiers celebrating at the end of it well, when they put thing, down all their um, weapons to hug each other.
0: You know, you know the scene where he blows up the neighbourhood? Where his crew blew up a residential neighbourhood. Yeah, that was in fact real, apparently, according to the trivia on IMDb. The Atlanta Film Commission granted the Cannon Group studio permission as the neighbourhood was slated for to be demolished due to explosions, uh, and that's uh, for the uh, um, Hartsfield Airport runway. And there, and they're in they're in that place. Oh, now. really? Yeah, you've got the uh, the current site of the Georgia International Convention Center. Yeah, there you go.
1: Blimey. There you go, you learned oh, something. That's quite interesting. But yeah, that was tonight. just a funny scene. Yes. I've learned something that I'll take away and share with others. I know that for a fact. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I just thought it was a, a, a funny film. I just thought it was very entertaining. It was good to, to watch a film that was so just cheesy, really. That's the way you describe it, isn't it? Yeah,
0: it was. It was. It was. It was. It was. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much that, that's that that's that's yeah. So that, that that's Invasion USA, boys and girls. Um I would suggest watch it uh, if if you are uh, if you want to be moved in, in in any way. It's not it's not an Oscar winner though, so there we go. But I enjoyed it.
1: No, no, yeah, I definitely recommend people watch it just to see what we've been speaking about and uh their own point of views on it. would Be quite interesting, but yeah. So that is uh, Invasion USA. So as usual, we've not planned on what we're doing next, but. We will be doing something again very soon when we can uh, work out our shifts and when we can put something together. Um, and it won't be Street Fighter. It won't be Street Fighter Two if one was made. Um, but there is will be out. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm Maybe. not
0: defending myself in Street Fighter, but there is actually there are two good Street Fighter films out there. We haven't we haven't seen one. The animated version, the original one from 1994, is very good. And also, they did one about three four years ago, which was a fan made film. Which was um, which is very good. I'm just, I'm just putting that out. There. I will take your word for that. I <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm still emotionally scarred. I don't know. You can pay for my therapy. Okay. But um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll do another film and uh, just have a look. As I say, if go on to Facebook and put the film we cast on, and the same for um, Twitter and everything else that's out there. Then um, you'll find out what we're doing next. But I'll soon be smashing this one out when it's available. Um. And that's it really, Our yeah, iTunes and all the other Android apps that we're on as well. So um, you can follow us on there. And that's it. Yeah. And I hope you've enjoyed our, uh, our review of Invasion USA. I'll
0: see you next time.